welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Sam Master is here, and you still have not taken off your shoes. Yo, what's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Serial Sensei. Um, as always, you can check out this podcast on SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. And if you have emails, questions, concerns, all that good stuff, you can send that to Dojo Talk Podcast at yahoo.com. And yeah, that is my rambling intro. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm back in here recording another episode. Um, it's actually February the 3rd right now, and I've recorded like this will be the third episode in about six days. Um, so yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to keep myself busy. To be honest, I figured I would record this today for one while I was thinking about it for two tomorrow. Well, by the time you guys hear this, the Super Bowl will be at past, but, uh, I'm recording this on a Saturday. So the Super Bowl is tomorrow. Kind of want to just chill out tomorrow and not do too much. So I wanted to record this now. <laughs> so, so tomorrow I can just kind of go out and do whatever, um, though to be honest i'm not looking forward to this super bowl um i don't care for the patriots at all um probably my most hated team i'm also a dallas cowboys fan so i don't root for any teams in my division so the super bowl isn't doing a whole lot for me (laughs) and it it was kind of different back in the day because the first time the patriots and the eagles played you know as much as you know i don't root for teams in my division um i did like donovan mcnabb um, I, I rooted for Donovan McNabb, and I also was a Terrell Owens fan. But this current Eagles team doesn't really have many people I care to root for. So this Super Bowl isn't doing much for me. But I might go out because if you go out to a Super Bowl party, there will be food. And food is a way to lure me um, out of hiding. So if, if anything else happens, I might go out just to get some grub. <laughs> but... I don't know, man. This this Super Bowl for me is kind of trash, to be honest. But you know, it 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 is what it is. We'll 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 see what happens. Uh, if I if I had to pick a team that I quote unquote want to win, I I would rather the Eagles win than the Patriots. But no matter who wins, my Colts nor my Cowboys benefit from it. So what what does it matter? Like, what what am I rooting for at this point? <laughs> But you know, life. That's 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 life. Life in the NFL. Whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So Super Bowls tomorrow. Um, Black Panther is going down. Uh, pretty soon too. Um, I've already got uh, tickets to see that twice. So that can't wait can't wait and forget all the people that are already hating us saw people talking about they're trying to sabotage the ratings on rotten tomatoes and i saw another post <laughs> some dude said black panther is like the most racist anti-american movie all you guys gotta go sit down somewhere let the rest of us go see this y'all gotta chill out y'all y'all, y'all gotta get out of here i'm going to see black panther i'm really hyped for it i'm not letting anybody steal my joy um been waiting for this movie for a pretty long time i never thought i would see a black panther movie be made but it's going down and i plan on being there open at night and probably <laughs> that weekend also so yeah man i'm i'm, I'm hype I'm, I'm i'm ready so ready for this movie um but yeah man for today i'm gonna talk about some music got my my first musical purchase of 2018 on deck um also an album actually that came out last year um that i did not review that um uh, i'll you know go over and uh got some ep uh, ep to review and then also at the very end 
um, try to introduce a new segment to the show. So, hintity hint, listen till the end. Uh, uh, throw that into the end. I won't spoil it now. It's not anything too special, but it kind of is. You know, trying to kick off the new year, doing some some different with the show. Hopefully, uh, keep things fresh, keep things new, innovative, so to speak. But um, as far as in the, um, I was going to say as far as interviews, we're not interviewing anybody. <laughs> as far as far as uh, reviews, um, albums we're we're going through today, man. We're going to talk about uh, the new Evidence album, whether or not. Um, we're going to talk about. Uh, the album from an MC named Danny Watts. His album is entitled Black Boy Meets World. And we're going to talk about uh, Mike Shinoda's uh, post-traumatic EP. So uh, to kick things off, actually, um, we're going to we're gonna go with evidence first. So um, evidence for people who don't know. Uh, dude's been in the game for a very long time. Uh, has a, This is his third solo album, I believe. Um, but he is aside from his solo work uh, most people if you do know him you would probably know him from the group dilated peoples um he also has a group with alchemists called Step Brothers, and that was actually kind of how i first started listening to them like i've known about dilated peoples for a long time and like they've had songs that i like but i, I didn't really like dig super deep into their catalog though i will say um directors of photography is a really 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 dope album um, every time i go back and listen to that i like it's like refreshing how just refreshing listening to the album again and remembering how dope it was and i feel like that album should have got talked about more but that's neat to hear nor there but um yeah man the point point being evidence has been in the game for a while i'm like i said he's been with dilated peoples he's had the stepbrother project with alchemist that was really dope um but for this he's he's on a solo tip um and this album is entitled whether or not this is a follow-up to his last album cats and dogs which came out in like 2011 so you know while he's been releasing music it's been a while since we've you know heard from him on a solo tip and to be honest this is actually the first like i said i've i bought the Step Brothers album with him and alchemist and i have the i have a dilated people's album um this is the first solo evidence album that i've actually ever listened to uh, and or purchased so um from what i heard cats and dogs uh, his previous album was pretty good i haven't listened to it i'd have to go back and you know do 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 my history but uh we're, we're going to talk about whether or not um i pretty much listened to this because i just wanted wanted to kick off 2018 with something new like i feel like 2018 started off pretty slow and this was the first release that i heard people talking about and like i said i've listened to other projects that evidence was on and i've enjoyed them so i figured you know I'm, i might as well just give this joint a spin <laughs> and see what happens and to be honest man I, I i i've enjoyed um giving this album the spins that i've given it so far so i'm pretty much man i'll just jump right into it um production wise i give a shout out to uh, the producers at least that i saw credited uh, so we got Twiz, The Beat Pro, Alchemist, uh, who he's worked with in the past, Knots, DJ Premier, DJ Babu, who was uh, part of Dilated Peoples, uh, Evidence himself, uh, did a few beats on here, uh, Sam I Am, and Budgie Beats, if I'm saying that correct. Uh, so those are all of the production credits. And actually, the reason I wanted to mention the production first is because, honestly, that was the first thing that kind of grabbed my ear when I first listened to this. Um, I really like pretty much like all of the beats on here you got kind of like that boom bat feel but it doesn't sound like old or dated or like <laughs> dusty or anything like that like you got some nice boom bap some some head nodding joints um you get also some really chill tracks um in particular the track raindrops i love how like that song is just really it's really chill um you, you literally get the raindrop falling in the background it's just like a really relaxing like reflective kind of instrumental um i really dug that um with a lot of these beats like i said it's a lot of these joints some of them slap some of them you know nice head nodding you get some nice boom bap drums with some you know might get a little keys here and there of course you got primo doing some tracks so you know you're gonna get some dj cuts going um yeah man the, the production on this album was it was just done really really well like I said, man, and they the beats pretty fit pretty perfectly with Evidence's style and and his flow, and 
for people, I guess, if you never listen to evidence, he he does kind of have this really really easygoing, kind of laid back flow, almost uh, almost monotone, somewhat. And I think that would be the one like drawback I kind of have on him. Um, the laid back flow definitely works over these beats, but it would be nice maybe if every now and again we could get like a little switch up, maybe a little voice inflection here or there. But he kind of just stays one track and kind of just he kind of just rips. <laughs> he kind of just goes, um, and that's kind of like the story of this album, man. It's just it's a really good, you know. If you just want some nice quality boom bap and some bars, this this is this is your your fix <laughs> for 2018. Um, yeah, man. I, I but I know I'm kind of making it sound simple, but like it, for what he was trying to do and what he was going for, I, I thought personally he, he executed it um, very well. And like I said, he's got bars. He definitely uh, gives you some quotables. Um, I love the actually one of the bars on the very opening track, the factory. Uh, when he's like, I got bars, like I'm separating groceries, I'm celebrating globally, you celebrating locally. Um, and the other track, or it might have been on the same track, when he said, I'm here to tip the scale in your area, the ups are high, the downs build your character, middle ground's a dangerous place because mediocrity be socking everybody in the face. He has a lot of <laughs> a lot of nice, subtle bars, like I said, he due to his delivery, it might not sound like he's saying much because he's he's so laid back but he has a lot of clever wordplay um and really like i said just a lot of quality bars in in these songs if you really you know if you got your ears open and you're really paying attention to what he's saying so dude is a, a really dope mc really good with words um topic wise he kind of touches on a, a pretty good gamut of things you know he goes into uh talking about like his you know ups and downs of his career as well as his life um, he has a really, really personal track at the very end called "My uh, By My Side 2, uh, where he talks about uh, his wife finding out that she had breast cancer and how the, that whole situation went. Um, yeah, he, he like I said, he, he touches a, a lot of good topics. It's, it's reflective. Some of it is just him giving you bars. Some of it's personal. So it's a nice, you know, it's a nice gamut um of things he also has a, a lot of shout outs to his fans on here which i think is cool um i wish i would have wrote <laughs> those tracks down but um a, a lot of bars where he's referencing just kind of being appreciative of his fans and you know how long he's been in the game how he's been able to stay in his career because of his fan support so i, I thought that was dope too you know for artists to you know let their fan let his fans know that you know he appreciates them riding for him for this long or riding with him for this long i should say but um yeah man just real just real quality beats and rhymes i kind of wish that i had more in depth to go but like this is just a really it's just a really well put together like like kind of like a hip-hop head album i would say like if 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 you're a, a hip-hop head I just, I, this would probably be an, an album that you would probably thoroughly enjoy um, i i guess i'll just go into some of my favorite tracks um i love the opening track the factory um, I like throw it all away. Um, Jim Dean, I love the beat on Jim Dean. Uh, the Jim Dean beat knocks. Um, Whether or not is a dope track. Uh, Bad publicity with Crondon is a dope track. Um, to make a long story longer, um, <laughs> I love that track with uh, him and uh, John Wayne. I like how um, that track is kind of like evidence talks about uh, one of the tracks where it gets a bit more personal in some of his bars where he talks about kind of his troubles as a youth and him growing up without his pops and um <laughs> i love john wayne's verse too when he talks about uh how he uh used to start when he started making beats way back when he was you know trying to get famous off of loot <laughs> using fruity loops and eventually you know he got to where he is now so that was dope um and actually i guess speaking of john wayne and, and features um aside from you know evidence you know holding it down he, he's got some pretty good features on here um I, I won't list all of them but just a few you got slug from atmosphere uh Crondon, who i just mentioned uh alchemist appears i think like twice on this album i want to say um john wayne who i said um the track love is a funny thing that was another dope cutoff here which actually features a uh, crisis rhapsody and styles p uh kind of a track of them 
talking about like they wonder if people would still support them or love them if they weren't you know who they were like if they weren't in the industry if they weren't rapping or if they weren't as successful as they are now like would people still really mess with them um so those three together on a dope track is is pretty dope um like i said dj babu did a beat on here uh Raka was on the song wonderful world so the whole dilated fam appears on this album uh, i don't think all on the same song i don't think um i'm not sure the track dj babu produced so i'm not sure if um he's on the song with Raka, but all of the dilated fam is on here it's just a really <laughs> it's just a really well put together album man um like i said my favorite tracks would be the factory throw it all away jim dean whether or not raindrops um ten thousand hours love is a funny thing pretty much the whole album like there are, there aren't many i can't really say there are any like bad tracks on here like there are tracks i like more than others but none i would really say you know or bad that you know i just wouldn't listen to so yeah man this is just a really dope just a really dope hip-hop album like <laughs> that's that's pretty much all i can say it's not it's not anything super complex or anything that's gonna take you you know a while to like understand like it's, it's pretty straightforward you you get what's going on but it's just it's delivered really well it's crafted really well like i said production on here had me sold i I love the the beat selection on here and everything just just fit together really well (laughs) i almost feel like i'm doing this album a disservice because i wish i could just go into a bit more depth but it's just kind of one of those albums that's just like you you know what you're getting when you listen to it it's nothing that's crazy hard to figure out it's it's put in front of your face you know what's going on but it's it's just delivered and it's packaged very well and it's, it's just a dope listen um 16 tracks uh i guess i would you know what i was gonna say i kind of like the front half better than the second half but as i'm looking through the track list and I, I can't really say that's all true though i do say the album does start out pretty strong um but really there isn't much of a, of a fall off the, the only uh, maybe the only kind of not even really a bad stretch but um maybe because like the first five tracks to me like the factory throw it all away powder cocaine jim dean whether or not it was like bam 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 <laughs> then it goes to moving too fast and runners which are kind of those are the only two maybe kind of like eh but then after that, you get bad publicity with Crondon. Then you get Raindrops. I'm sorry, Raindrops. Uh, Sell me this pen. <laughs> I think that's the yeah, that's the track with Alchemist. Um, I love. Uh, he had a bar about um some kind of knuckle sandwich bar wordplay he did that was really dope. Uh, then you get Love Is a Funny Thing, Ten Thousand Hours. Like so, the album's pretty balanced. Like I said, uh, other than those two tracks that are kind of in the middle, the Runners and I mean uh, Moving Too Fast and Runners like the rest of this album is really really solid and that's even if you consider those tracks fall off you know that's kind of personal preference but yeah man i don't really have much else <laughs> to say about this album other than this this journey was dope man like this this was my first uh purchase of 2018 uh, i'm still waiting for the cd in the mail but um i definitely do not regret buying this album this was a a dope dope <laughs> dope first dope first uh purchase of 2018 uh album's been in in pretty good rotation so shout outs to evidence shout outs to dilated peoples everybody who was involved in in making this project um it turned out it just turned out really good man and i I think on evidence's youtube page he has the whole uh, album to stream on a video so you can listen to it there um you can also listen to it on bandcamp i'll try to leave a link below so you guys can check it out um, as always you know purchase the music support these artists who still put out good music they can they su- support the people who deserve the support so if you listen to this and you enjoy it you know what's well, a little ten dollars man so support the cause but evidence whether or not dope album give that joint a listen <laughs> um yeah that's, that's pretty much it for that um 
moving on i guess <laughs> to the next project um well before i actually start talking about this i gotta give a shout out to my co-host anti cool um, because if it wasn't for him i would not have heard about this album uh, so the album i'm going to talk about next is danny watts and this album is entitled black boy meets world um as i said uh, my co-host anti cool i review uh, all the mma fights with uh, put me onto this album um, i had no idea <laughs> who danny watts was uh until he told me uh so danny watts uh is from houston texas and I, I guess as kind of a segue from the Evidence album, um, I mentioned that Evidence uh, had a song with John Wayne. Just so happens that Danny Watts is signed uh, to John Wayne's label, uh, which is called Author's Recording, I believe. And kind of from what the backstory I read about Danny Watts is, I guess he was just kind of like your regular everyday person working at Costco. <laughs> and one day he hit up John Wayne on SoundCloud and I, I guess he hit him up trying to work with him and he wasn't you know he wasn't sure if he would ever get a reply back but not only did john wayne reply to him he was like yeah i would love to work with you but we need to meet in person and danny watts lived in houston john wayne is a cali resident so danny watts scrambled up some money i, I think with the help of his friends at first they were going to like drive down there at least from the article that i read um they were going to drive to cali but i guess that was kind of too expensive so they ended up getting some money together danny watts took a flight they met and they started recording the album and then i believe he quit his job at costco and he's trying to do music full time so i thought that um that story is pretty dope on how he just kind of dropped everything and he's going headfirst um into the music biz and for this i believe is his debut effort pretty pretty good start <laughs> definitely putting the the strong foot forward this this is a very this is a really interesting listen a very I, I didn't know who danny watts was so i wasn't sure what i was about to get into but i, I definitely like I, I like what was going on in this album this album was very personal <laughs> it was very vulnerable it was very honest observant um yeah man it, it, it he really left everything out there like emotions on the sleeve it, it was all out for show and i think kind of what attracted me to this album he, he kind of reminds me a, a, a bit and not to say you know like he's biting but if there was somebody i could compare him to a little bit there's something about him that kind of reminds me of mick jenkins and i can't really put my finger on it i guess they're like there's certain there's certain like flows or certain sentences maybe it might just be the wordplay there's something about him that reminds me a little bit of mick jenkins who is easily one of my favorite rappers so i guess that's kind of what kept me listening to this album just because he he kind of just reminded me of of mick jenkins but other other than like the sound or like sometimes i, I feel like their wordplay kind of reminds me of each other they're definitely completely different artists um and definitely with <laughs> completely different uh subject matter um i guess real quick shout out to uh, the producers who uh, had a hand in this album which uh, from what i saw was basically handled mostly by john wayne who is a rapper um also a producer um he had an album actually last year called rap album number two if you guys want to check that out but uh looks like john wayne pretty much handled the bulk of this album um, additional production credits I saw to Jeremiah J and Paul uh, Castelluzzo. Castelluzzo. Sorry if I'm butchering your name, <laughs> but um, yeah, th those three of the main uh, main people I saw credited. But it looks like John Wayne pretty much handled the bulk of the production. Um, this album sounds very. What's 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 the word? It's pretty like moody it's really it's kind of moody it's real low-key it's kind of dark it's not i don't know if this, this this isn't like the kind of album you would like bang in your car but i, th I feel like this is like a more of a headphone album but like i said it's a real and i say moody because the beats along with kind of like danny's subject matter 
it just it makes it a real it's a real like i said it's a real personal listen but it just it it's something about it that's kind of dark but it's it's a real honest listen um content wise he touches on a lot of a lot of really like personal things he, he talks about kind of him dealing with his inner demons um he talks about death um his shortcomings kind of as a person and also his shortcomings i guess how he feels as a father sometimes um he talks about his uh, relationship with his actual father and kind of that whole situation and how it hasn't really worked out and it's not really what he wants it to be um but like i said it's just it's a really observant album really honest just a kind of about life in general and things that unfortunately can can go wrong in life and like just his perspective on certain things um but i, I would just i really just enjoy like just the rawness and the honesty of this album and i also really enjoyed his i like his pen game he, he definitely has a good way with words and like i said i think that's what kind of reminds reminds me of the, the mick jenkins uh comparison i was making like i feel like they both just they're really good with words and like how they describe things when they're describing like their emotions or like what's going through their head during any given situation and i just i think that plays really well throughout this album like i said it's just, it's, a, it's really vulnerable it's really honest and if, if you want content like it's content is all over this album there's nothing there's nothing braggadocious there's there are no wasted words he's not he's not bragging about you know i got a thousand cars and you know bags of money like nah he's he's all on some real life <laughs> real talk you know real, real talk and i definitely appreciate it being that he's from houston and if you guys are listening hint to the hint um i just did an episode not too long ago discussing kind of like my um, relationship with the texas underground scene that i kind of you know stumbled on back in like the early 2000s so him being from texas i thought was dope because that you don't hear a lot of people you know who sound like him from houston I, there's literally like hearing this album there's nobody in houston <laughs> it's at least like sonically I, I could compare him to so i think that's dope that amongst his peers he, he definitely stands out which is always a good thing um, but I, I guess I'll just go into some of my favorite tracks in here. And I mean, this album's pretty short, uh, only 11 songs, so you can get through this pretty fast. But like I said, within these 11 songs, like this is a pretty, it's a pretty heavy listen, man. This is really, like I said, he, he doesn't leave any stone. He he, he, he uncovers everything. He, he lets it all out on here. Um, favorite tracks, if, if I had to look really this whole album is really dope but uh, some of my favorite tracks uh cards with the devil um is really dope um young and reckless where he's literally a <laughs> song about uh being young and reckless um kind of him like you know how he he'll do whatever he needs to do to survive and get by you know even if that might mean going through you or the next man he, he's gonna do what he got to do um like i said i really i really like his writing I'm a, i love the bar uh on young and reckless uh at the height of my pride i'm a beast i'm a fight like i have to breathe better you than me i'm a rule the streets keep in tune with the tool that i need when i aim and squeeze i don't see no point in peace it might exist but i don't let it breathe like that's a <laughs> that's a really savage line really dark line but it's you know it's 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 honest and it it gives you this album gives you like a, a good look into like his, his mindset and kind of where he's at um so yeah i, I really enjoyed um young and reckless uh, actually the next track pill is another favorite where he like i said another really kind of like dark track where he he kind of talks about dealing with death and like the emotions that kind of go with that and like what goes through your head when you're like witnessing death um i think the first verse was kind of him literally talking about like him holding a dead body and like what's going on through his mind as he sees this person kind of you know bleeding out and it kind of gives him like a new perspective and uh the second verse is kind of a story about uh him and his friend getting caught up in a drive-by and like by the end of the verse he you know his friend gets shot and i kind of like there was a, one of the last signs I, I can't remember it verbatim but 
he basically wonders like oh, should i start packing heat when i'm running around because you just witnessed your friend get hit and now he's thinking like should i have to you know do, do i need to carry heat too because it's it's this real out here for lack of a better term but like i said I, I really like kind of how honest this album is and how he really gives you a a good look inside of his mindset and what he's thinking of when he's in these unfortunate situations um and kind of how like these moments have have molded him um you know for better or worse um i love the track also things we have to do probably one of the most vivid tracks i've heard in terms of him going really deep into detail about a situation where he was robbed and like literally robbed like you know dude put a gun to his head and, and, and all that and him going through his thought process and describing just what it's like to be in that situation about the guys telling him to move and get down and like literally he's frozen in shock and he can't move and he's thinking like yo am i am i about to die am i about to go to the afterlife is this dude gonna kill me um yeah man that 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 that's another track that's just it's it's really really well written and you really get a look inside of his head on what he's thinking of and actually my mistake i think this is the track that at the end of it um he mentions or he, he's like asking himself should he pack a strap because he just got rubbed and he you know obviously you don't want that to happen again and but yeah man that that's another one of that's that song and the, the following song will probably be like my 1a and 1b in terms of like favorite tracks i just i love how like descriptive that song was and him talking about that situation um the next track uprooted uh another favorite song probably definitely one of the most personal songs on here um he talks about a lot of like kind of like moments and major changes in his life that have kind of like molded him um in the first verse he kind of talks about how he was when he was young compared to now and how like i guess he wonders if people would even still recognize him not like in a physical sense because he's just um he's just like different now like he's not that same person that he was when he was younger um I also uh, if i had it um in front of me there was a line here that definitely yeah it, uh given enough so that nobody actually you know what let me let me go back up uh, forcing myself to silence given enough so that nobody thinks i live in private i'm just your average smiling smiling kid but now i'm living violent i never speak about it i just convince them that it's not even possible and that 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 was a line that just really stuck out to me in terms of you know i guess kind of like a, he does just enough for people to think like he's okay but he's kind of having this i guess inner turmoil going and on going on so like i said really personal really honest like reflection on himself and where he's at uh in terms of his life the second verse uh on here was really 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 personal way he talks about um the relationship with his dad and one of the lines also that stood out uh, when he said my father never had the time to show me how to move open his wallet to cop me some new shoes but i don't need that i need the feedback on my jump shot show me where i should release that i quit the team would you believe that if he ain't showing me no time i shouldn't waste it too and he, he has a lot of moments in his album where he you know take kind of talks about his i guess strained relationship with his father and how it's kind of affected him um you know in a, in a negative way growing up and in the third verse uh and uprooted uh, he talks a lot about the birth of his daughter and then um, i guess how he ended up being divorced and now that he's in this circumstance he's starting to remind himself of his dad i guess because they now have similar stories and he, he's kind of hoping that he doesn't you know he's remembering his relationship with his father and now he i guess kind of feels like he's somewhat turning into him but he doesn't you know obviously doesn't want to turn into his dad because he wants to be there for for the daughter that he has now and he doesn't want those two to have a similar a similar relationship that he and his father had so like i said the continuation the continuing theme of this album just being really a really open and an honest look at his life and kind of him like dissecting himself uh so to speak so that was uh 
that was definitely another favorite this was another album where like really like a lot of these songs are pretty dope man like i said cause with the devil young and reckless pill things we have to do uprooted um back again was dope uh, i guess the last track because uh that's almost the entire <laughs> album pretty much uh the last track I'll, I'll mention on here probably would be the the closing track uh black boy meets world and i enjoyed this track he, he talked a lot about uh kind of the i guess important people in his life mainly his uh, mother and i assume he's talking about his grandmother he references her as grammy so i'm gonna assume that's his grandmother but um somebody can correct me if i'm wrong but th that's what i picked up from it but he kind of talks about them being an influence and in what he's learned from them and how especially like how his grandmother uh kept me in the church but also reverting back to his father this this line really stood out to me where um he kind of describes how he was in church with his grandmother and he's looking in the choir and he sees somebody that looks familiar i guess he thinks that looks like him and he's asking his grandmother like is is that my dad like is that my real dad and his grandmother's like no that's not your pops and but in his head i guess he's just kind of really wanting a father figure so he's like imagining this person in the choir being his dad and coming up to him and saying you know like hey i'm your father you know so on and so forth and that 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 second verse just kind of hit really hard and one of the lines that really stuck out and i think this was how the song closed uh where he says my heart was yearning i know Cause I was still sitting rows, put my mind through these shows, finding bliss on my own, avoid the truth cause it's cold, it was hard to let go, black boy meets world. I was like, ooh, like that, that, that joint hit when I heard those, those last few bars. Um, but yeah, man, that, that was another just really deep, really personal song. And like I said, that's, that's kind of the, the story of this album pretty much like i said it's, it's real deep it's really a real personal listen like i said you get a really good look into his life and his growth as a person and how he started to kind of how he is now and a really just good intricate look into kind of the inner workings of a person and like all of the inner turmoil that you'll face and you know effects of your decisions whether they be good or bad and how you know all these situations that he's been put in for better or worse have you know affected his perspective on life it's just a real it's just a real deep album man a real deep real honest real honest album like i said it's only 11 tracks um it, it, it is a bit of a heavy listen i would say like i said not something that i'm really gonna like bump in the car but this is definitely like some headphone music but like i said he he's he's, he's definitely a, a good wordsmith he's really good with words he's a great writer which i appreciate um and this is enough of a debut for me you know this is a good enough debut that i definitely want to hear any future music that he does um so him him signing to john wayne <laughs> seemed to have been a definite good look these two seem like they make a pretty good team um so i'm definitely interested to see what um what direction he would go in next so like i said i feel like with this album you, you get a good sense of kind of who he is um as a person and like how his upbringing and everything was so i'd, I'd be interested to see maybe like what topics he would touch on his next album next project uh, to see what else you know see what else he has to offer but uh danny watts black boy meets world really dope album um like i said this actually came out last year in september um, but i didn't hear about it till this year but i, I enjoyed it enough that i, I wanted to give it a, a mention and review it so you guys definitely give that a listen man it's, it's a really it's a real solid album i'm definitely a, a kid to to keep tabs on and glad he's from h-town man shout outs to you know shout outs to all the southern lyricists you know holding it down and like i said i appreciate the fact that he uh, amongst his peers he definitely stands out he doesn't sound like anything else that i've heard not even just from texas like in the south in general like you just not not many people i, I would say like kind of have his his style of rap so i, I definitely appreciate him being different and, and standing out so shout outs to danny watt shout outs to john wayne black boy meets world is a dope project i will leave a link in the description below um 
you can cop this on Bandcamp. You can listen to it on Spotify. So definitely give, uh, definitely give this guy a listen, man. It's a really, really dope project. And uh, the final project I will be talking about today, which is a really, really short listen, not even a really a, a ton to review, um, just because of how short it is. But uh, Mike Shinoda uh, dropped an EP called Post Dramatic, and I didn't even know about, I didn't even know this dropped i think until a couple of days later after it had came out uh saw uh, somebody posted on twitter um if you don't know i'm pretty sure everybody knows who mike shinoda is but if you don't uh mike shinoda part of lincoln park um i don't know what else to say like if you don't know who <laughs> who mike shinoda is i can't really help you but um i believe this is pretty much like the first musical effort that has came from anybody in that camp uh since the unfortunate uh passing of chester bennington you know who was the lead vocalist of lincoln park um obviously and this ep uh which is entitled post-traumatic is pretty much about what you would think it's about um it's only three songs i think the ep is just like a little over 11 minutes long and i won't even really get into like the sonics of this album because I, I feel like you you kind of I don't say you know what you're getting into, but this is basically Shinoda, you know, kind of just grieving and trying to process, you know, not just the loss of a bandmate, but like the loss of like one of his best friends and kind of him just dealing with the aftermath of of that situation and how he's, you know, still trying to move on, still trying to carry on. But you know, he, he lost his friend. He, he lost somebody that meant a lot to him. So this, this also kind of like the Danny Watts album. Like it's, it's a pretty heavy listen, especially like if you've been a fan for Lincoln, a fan of Lincoln Park. So you kind of know the situation. You, you know how close he and Chester were, and you know, like we, you know, people who've been fans of them for this long. You, like you've grown up with the band, and you've been with them all these years, and then they lose a member. So like it's it's a really heavy listen. Um, but musically, I, I like it though. It, it, musically, it, it sounds good. It's it's unfortunate what you know. I, I guess you wouldn't say it, like inspired this EP, but it, it it turned out into into good music. Which you know, in, in a situation like this, I, I guess that's the best thing you could you know you could ask for. Is it, it did result in in good music being made. Um, like I said, it, it's pretty much an, an an EP of him just kind of grieving with the whole situation um he talks about how you know they've rehearsed a song a thousand times but he still chokes up sometimes during performances um how people still people like ask him like how you know how's he doing how they're gonna move on without chester and he's trying to act like you know everything's okay but like deep inside he honestly doesn't really know he's i guess he's just kind of like winging it like he's just trying to figure this out as he goes because you know, I mean obviously you can't can't prep for a situation like that you know like you you lose your lead singer more importantly you you lose like your best friend and so you're trying to figure out like how am i supposed to keep going and this guy who's been rocking with me all my life is suddenly no longer here so like i said it's pretty much just it's three tracks of just him kind of just letting it all out but it, it it resulted in good music um it's a dope ep um like I said, it's a really quick listen, only only 11 minutes long. Um, I guess real quick, do I have this up in front of me? Uh, the tracks are called Over It. Uh, I don't have this <laughs> right in front of me, unfortunately. I was going to give you guys the uh, the track names to the tracks. Um, but I can say my, my favorite song on the, on the EP uh, will probably be the uh, second track, Over Again. Uh, but all of the songs are pretty good. Uh, the first song is actually really short because the second half of the song is kind of just um, second half of the song is he, he plays a lot of messages that people left him after Chester died, you know, just kind of expressing, you know, how much, you know, they're there for him. And if he needs anything, you know, he can call, you know, and all that. So, uh, well, the tracks are called Place to Start, Over Again, and then Watching As I Fall. Um, Over Again is probably my favorite track, but all these tracks are, are pretty good. Um, if you know Shinoda. You, you know what Shinoda does you know what he's, he's capable of so I feel like kind of what you 
would expect to hear from Shinoda is kind of what this EP is just unfortunately him grieving over his friend but I, I mean just like music wise rap wise lyrically wise you know you, you, you know what Mike Shinoda can do so he kind of just lets that all out you know but talking about you know the death of his his friend and his bandmate and him you know just trying to process and move on from that so um that's a dope ep man i, I would definitely wanted to uh give that a shout out because i'm a lincoln park fan and yeah when when chester died i remember hearing about that at work and that was one of those like deaths that kind of like that one hurt that that one definitely hurt so um but you know rest in peace to, to chester um shout outs to mike shinoda this is a really good you know pretty solid project i'm like i said real real quick listen um i'm pretty sure if, if you're a lincoln park fan this would be something that you would enjoy and i know their this situation is really really unfortunate um but i hope they are able to you know still release more music and you know as talented as, as mike shinoda is i'm up i hope to hear more music from him like i said it's unfortunate that you know what events had to inspire this ep but you know shinoda is very talented and i would like to hope that you know eventually he'll he'll pull through this and he'll be able to deliver some more music and you know we'll, we'll, we'll get some more dope songs some maybe even a, a full limb solo album i think that would be pretty dope but that's for now post-traumatic ep dope listen um like I said, it's only three songs. He actually put out videos for all three songs. So you can listen to these uh, on YouTube. And I believe this is also on Spotify if you want to stream it. So, uh, yeah, man. Mike Shinoda, Post Dramatic EP. Give that a listen. Really solid, quick listen. And a pretty dope project. And those are the three albums I got today. But we ain't done yet. New thing I wanted to do on the show. Um, I want to start ending uh, my episodes, at least like my review episodes or album or episodes where I'm not talking about fights. Um, I want to start leaving some recommendations. So my recommendations won't be, you know, they won't be full length reviews, but just something quick that I want to throw out there. Um, and some of these rec- recommendations, they might be songs, they might be albums, they might be EPs, they might be movies, you know, just any little little gems i might stumble upon that maybe i don't fully you know review but that i still enjoy enough that i would want other people to you know check them out give them a look so with that being said today's recommendation uh goes to keem the cypher uh who is a producer i believe out of tennessee and uh, this project is called intermissions ep um i came across keem the cypher actually from the Samurai Shin uh, EPs and mixtapes, which um, I'm pretty sure I know I reviewed like one of the mixtapes, and I also reviewed actually I, I reviewed the one of the tapes and the indie comic uh, in the same episode, so you guys can go back and check that out um, if you haven't. But uh, Kim the Cipher actually had some of my favorite beats on there, some of my favorite songs from those EP uh, EPs. Actually, I think he did the song with Metaphor the Great, which was one of my favorite tracks um, on one of the Samurai Shin uh, tapes. So I definitely wanted to give him a look. Um, I can't remember who somebody posted this on Twitter. I think that was why I clicked on it. I can't remember. But <laughs> um, anywho, King the Cipher, uh, Intermissions EPs, just a really dope instrumental project to listen to. Um, if you just want something you can put on, man, you can really vibe out to it. Like I said, something to to nod your head to good background music. And I don't mean that in a negative way, like kind of something you can just put on maybe while you're writing or you know doing doing some kind of just like random activity at home you can put this on in the background just kind of let it rock and it's, it's just something nice to kind of nod your head to kind of uh, reminds me of you know maybe like some instrumentals you would hear in like a, a samurai anime or something like that but yeah man this is this really dope ep he's a really talented producer um i would say some of my favorite tracks from the ep it's only 10 tracks um but uh, outspoken riot darker than blue um big dipper it's just it's a dope ep and the beats don't even run that long i think the longest track on here is two minutes actually i think it's the last track the last track's two minutes and ten seconds so 
all of these tracks they go by pretty fast as a quick listen but like i said it's something really nice something to vibe out to you know good beats to just kind of put on and, and, and zone out so shout out to king the cypher uh, once again that's entitled the intermissions ep um, i will leave a link to his Bandcamp page so you guys can check that out and give it a listen so that is uh, my recommendation of the day and that's it <laughs> so evidence whether or not mike shinoda post-traumatic ep danny watts uh black boy meets world and recommendation came to cypher and the missions ep give all these a listen all dope projects i'll never lead you astray so you know just just trust me i, I got you <laughs> but that's pretty much it for this episode man been recording a lot lately actually we got to record <laughs> these fights again tomorrow so i'll be back on the grind tomorrow but i just i wanted to have this episode in the chamber which is actually why i didn't do a number at the beginning of this episode because i don't know when i'll release it so i'm not sure what episode number this will be but shout out to everybody who's been listening who's been rocking with the podcast so far uh i feel like the interactions get getting a little better numbers are, are going up a little more so definitely appreciate that you know share with a friend share with a friend of a friend definitely give us ratings definitely subscribe um you know help the brand grow help the podcast grow like i said i, I don't say this to my own horn i think we are the most consistent podcast you'll ever listen to literally like multiple episodes a week um, the last episode we did was episode 69 so whatever episode i drop next whether it be this one you're hearing me talk about right now or the fights that we will be recording <laughs> about tomorrow uh, the uh, leoto machida and the eric anders card we're about to be on episode 70 so that's 70 episodes in you know a little over a year so we 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 we, we got content out the wazoo we we working <laughs> we we working over here but um yeah man it's been another episode of the dojo talk podcast and uh thank you guys for listening and hopefully i will catch you guys soon peace